All right, welcome to the Small Business Bro Podcast. I am your host, Gabriel Stoudemire, and today I'm going to be talking about my experience owning a small business. So to start, I'm going to go back to high school and talk about old high school Gabe, which was a, which was a fun time, but truth be told, your junior year of high school, you start applying to colleges, at least for me. I really did not know what I wanted to do with my life. So applying to college was a little intimidating because I knew it was a four-year commitment, potentially a lot of debt, and potentially studying a major that I was not passionate about, which was not something I wanted to do. So. During this process of starting to look into majors, starting to look into career paths, I was one day surfing on YouTube, discovered a video from a landscape contractor who did large-scale and high-end landscape installation, and he would actually upload like a profit and loss along with the projects that he would do, so you could see what kind of margin he was making and uh, there's times he'd up upload stuff with mistakes. Sometimes it would be super profitable. He, you know, and he would just go through all that. It was super interesting. But through watching his videos, I discovered this potential idea of being a business owner. And it hadn't really crossed my mind up until this point, for whatever reason. I, and, and I knew a little bit like I wanted to one day invest in real estate and all that. I knew a little bit of this whole idea of like having money would be awesome, but I really didn't understand what what a lot of a lot of that turns into is owning a business. Like if you invest in real estate, you you're, you own a small business when you do that. So. After discovering this guy's YouTube channel and binging a lot of his videos and seeing what it was like and really discovering it, I, I liked it. I started looking at what majors could support that. And I discovered this major of landscape architecture, which is where you get a degree in, in exactly that, architecture outside, just, just following city ordinances and whatnot. And you could major for five years at Clemson University, you could study five years and then you'd get your degree and uh, start working under, you know, some design agency or something like that. And you could make pretty good money, I think, doing that. But my vision was get that degree, get out, hire a crew, start designing and installing landscapes. So, I apply to Clemson, I get into the bridge program, and I'm taking in my first year, you take gen eds, you know, and it's just basic classes, and to be honest, I really hated it. Um, I didn't like the gen ed classes, I really didn't like chemistry, and I really didn't like math, unfortunately. Those two classes, I just, I never have liked, they've always been the, the hard subjects for me, but... Uh, it was at this time I started to have an inkling of an idea that maybe this college thing wasn't for me. Maybe the, the whole, you know, go get the degree and then get out wasn't for me. And I inevitably, I came home from that first semester of college, 
doing pretty poorly in my classes. And I had an honest conversation with my parents who, and I thank them to this day, like they are amazing parents. And this was one of the, the best thing they could have done in this situation. They didn't yell at me. Uh, they didn't, you know, get ticked at me or anything like that. They literally just said, look, you obviously don't care about the major, you know, you, you don't care enough to push through with this major. And all it means is you don't like, this isn't what you want to do for the rest of your life. So take some time off, work full time, figure out what you want to do, then go back to school and you'll be better off for it. You know, what obviously will, you can live with us while you're working and all that and just figure out what you want to study and then go back to college. And I took their advice and honestly, I really loved the idea of just working full time and not having to worry about homework and school and all that. And honestly, it was really nice. I enjoyed being able to come home and uh, from work and not have to worry about what project or exam was coming up. So that's what I did. So I took, after that first semester, I unenrolled and then I started working full time for a golf course doing greenskeeping and uh, enjoyed that. It was a fun job and beautiful views from this golf course. It was really cool and got to learn a little bit more about the green industry there. And it was at that job that um, I wasn't a hundred percent positive still what I wanted to do, but I knew that I liked uh, the hardscape industry. I liked, I kept watching that YouTuber's videos on his epic installs and designs. And I would see some of these things where he's putting in paper patios. And so I saw that and I was like, you know, it'd be really cool to learn that and at least develop that trade skill while I'm working. Cause I don't know how long I'll be working until I go back to school, but if I could actually learn something that's a valuable trade, that would be super beneficial. So I applied to a landscaping company that we actually distantly knew the owner of this company. And uh, it was a pretty big company. He had like 10 employees and he was doing some pretty big installs. So I, so he hired me and I, I went to work for him and this would have been sometime in the spring of, uh, 2020 really, it would have been the spring of 2020. I started working for him and pretty quickly was thrown on the job site doing pavers. And, um, actually I think it was like my first day I was laying pavers, but anyway, or learning how to, but anyway, it, it was a cool experience. I worked for him for, uh, that spring of 2020 and then into the summer of 2020, uh, of 2020 later and just worked until August because while I was there, I talked to the owner about kind of what I was feeling, what, what happened and, uh, searching out the career path that I wanted to take. And he said, uh, well, look, if you want to go back to Clemson, and either do landscape architecture and actually get serious about it, or you could do horticulture, which is a basically the study of landscape ornamentals. Um, so it's it's and it's got a mix of agriculture in there, but it, it's a cool degree. But he was essentially saying you could go back to Clemson, you could study horticulture instead of landscape architecture, and you may do better with that, and then you can get out and 
work for a nursery. You could do plant research. I mean, there's tons of different stuff you could do with that. And, uh, and I really liked that idea. So I looked at, uh, so he told me about a program through a local community college where you get two years of horticulture with an associate's degree, and then you can transfer to Clemson and you only have to do two more years to get your bachelor's. And that was pretty attractive to me. Um, so I applied to this program Well, I enrolled in this program. It's like a state, whatever you, you get, you get in if you apply. So I, uh, I got into this program and then started studying and absolutely loved the program. I loved the classes and I excelled. I mean, I made really good grades and really enjoyed it and learned a lot about the green industry and about plants and through this program really it it was a horticultural horticulture degree but it was very geared towards landscape business owners so all three of the teachers had at one point owned their own business relating to the landscape one had owned a nursery one had owned a design firm and one had owned uh so he like farmed, so he did some some agriculture, and so we had those same three or four teachers that would teach all of our classes. But um, but I loved it, and I learned a lot about owning your own business there, especially in the green industry. So it was in this program that I befriended a couple of classmates who happened to be business owners in the green industry. There was a guy who owned a tree company. And there's another dude who owned kind of like a lawn maintenance slash install company. And there, there were a couple of those guys in the program. And I got to talking with them and got to hear about how these guys who were the same age as me, same classes as me and in college, you know, they were making a good chunk of money for, you know, the amount of time that they were working and they would talk about how they get off of class and they go work until dark every night doing landscaping. And there's something really cool about it. I don't know. It, it just was very attractive to me. And so my, uh, and, and really this started the gears in my head turning from going back to Clemson or another college to study something in the green industry to what if I just started my own business? And, uh, now what if I started my own business now? And so I ended up that, so at this point the gears are turning that direction. And then I asked to meet with one of my professors who had a PhD from Clemson and was super knowledgeable about anything career wise and further education. So I spoke with him about the design program and the landscape architecture and then the horticulture and the continual education and one thing that anyone out there listening should know about me is that I am very money motivated and so I got talking with him and was asking him all about the degree about his experience and then finally I really asked the question that I was mainly there to ask him about which was what is the earning potential uh you know in the career paths that you could take, you could go become a, a plant breeder. And if you have a plant that takes off, you know, in popularity, everybody wants to buy it and create it and all that. I would want to know how much money you can earn from that. 
And then I'd want to know how much money that you could earn from doing other types of research or instructing at a university level, really anywhere in there. And he ended up telling me some pretty bad news, actually. Um, And essentially what he said was, look, you know, getting further education is amazing and it will really help you uh, in your studies of whatever career path. But at the same time, you should know, uh, I have seen no return on my PhD. I, I really have not made any more money from it than I would have with my undergrad degree. But I did it because my employer, which was a local nursery, paid for him to go. So he, he got his PhD because it was paid for. And which, you know, obviously I understand that, but at the same time, it's a lot and it's there's no fiscal reward for a lot of PhD programs. You're not going to make any more with that than you would with an undergrad or, or a master's. And I think that was in that conversation, I pretty much gave up going back to college for for an undergrad degree because I was like why would I go spend another two to four to potentially six or seven years of school, depending on how far down the education line I want to go to make no more money than I could make right now? Because the truth was in this program, you oftentimes could get a job making 50 K 60 K something like that for a nursery or for a research uh, some kind of re- plant researcher. So you would make the same in the green industry as if you had a bachelor's degree or master's or a PhD or whatever. And that kind of scared me. I was like, yeah, I, I don't really want to go back if that's going to be the case. So at that point, I started talking again to the other classmates who are business owners And then I really started just gearing myself for launching a business. And I, my thought process was, you know, I'll try and launch one while I'm in school. And if it takes off great, and if not, okay, then I'll, you know, I'll go back to college or do whatever I need to do to get an income. And I can remember all this, all these conversations happened in my first year of school. So that first fall to spring semester was my first year of school. And I, in that time, decided I really wanted to start a landscaping business. And I remember posting the for the first time, I, uh, this, this would have been 2021 now, I got the stimulus for the COVID, for the COVID uh, stimulus package or whatever. And that money pretty much funded my startup. So I went out and bought a trailer, a push mower and a weed eater and a blower and started my little business and it was pretty cool pretty quickly I started to post on social media about mowing people's lawns and I remember distinctly my first two clients I posted on the next store app which if you don't know is like this neighborhood app that you can get where everybody in your neighborhood can kind of post on it posted in there about my services and this lady contacted me to come pull weeds in her beds 
So the $1,800 that I spent on equipment didn't end up actually being used until I was like a month in on my business venture because the first month I was pulling weeds and uh, trimming, hand pruning liriope and other stuff like that. Just, just cleaning up random stuff in people's yards. But I appreciate that because it got the ball rolling and I was able to start getting a little bit of income from it. So what happened next was I, towards the end of that, or I guess towards the middle of that summer that I started my business, I got contacted by a friend of mine who had been mowing lawns on and off all throughout college, and he was moving out of the area, and he had about 16 lawn maintenance clients, and it was, you know, it was just a a college student side hustle, nothing, nothing secure, no contracts or anything with these customers, but he essentially was moving and wanted to sell them for a little bit of cash so that he could have a little bit of extra cash going with them. And so he talked to me about it. We came up with a price that was basically half of the monthly revenue of these accounts. And I was able to pay him as they paid me because I had no cash at the time. Uh, But it worked out that I got out of those 15 to 16, I probably ended up keeping 10 of them. And it provided, and they were like all bi-weekly mows. So it was like no weekly stuff, but I was able to, through that experience, have my first real clientele. And uh, from that situation, I entered into the following fall semester going back to school and uh, started to uh, finish up that season of lawn maintenance with the same 10 accounts. I think I really finished that year, though. I think I had... 15 total between my own efforts and between what I bought from this guy. Uh, I think I had 15 total in my first year of business. So that was really cool. I, I liked that. I enjoyed that. And then, um, the following year of school got really more in depth into the, um, into the business owner side of things. We learned a lot about, uh, horticulture business and got some hands-on ex- on experience with landscape construction. It's a really good year. Um, and uh, we had, we got a lot of hands-on experience too with other parts of the industry. And, um, and so that was good. And then actually one of the more influential parts of that year was that I got put into a group with two of the other lawn care business owners. And we were, basically maintaining a part of the campus. So we were mowing, trimming, edging, all that stuff, a part of the campus each week. And, but since we were around each other on those days and on other days, we would talk about business and I would get to hear what they were saying. I'd get to share my experience with my startup. And then um, I think it was towards that So it was in that last uh, year, in that fall semester, I was able to get a small loan on a zero turn because I could no longer push mow all my lawns and still go to school. It was taking too much time on the days that I would do it. So I got a zero turn and immediately saw 
the insane amount of uh, efficiency that it gave me. Because on all my lawns that I was initially making, I don't know, maybe a dollar every five minutes or a dollar every three minutes, I went to making over a dollar a minute for a lot of these lawns. So that was really cool. I got that mower and then um, started to uh, make payments on it. And I'm going to throw something else into the fire here for this fall semester. Um, I was having talks with another friend of mine who the same thing was happening. He owned a lawn care business and he was moving out of the state. And um, so shout out to my boy, Ryan Bartell, if you ever listen to this. Uh, appreciate your help in the startup for me. He had a pretty legit operation. He had like 60 accounts and 40 of them were uh, predominantly just lawn maintenance. And then 20 of them were random other projects that he would go do, whether it be mulch or shrub trimming. And But the 40 accounts for lawn maintenance I knew was a pretty big deal. That would catapult me into a full-time job if I took it on. And that's exactly what I did. So we worked out a price. We worked out a financing uh, strategy to where I basically paid him for that price over five months. And uh, and it was pretty seamless. I mean, I went into it and had, I think, of the 60, probably 57 stuck with me through that year. Um, uh, sorry. That was in the fall that we were talking about this. We I actually went and got to buy them from him in the spring of the next year. And at this point, this is 2022. So in 2022, um, I, I went ahead and purchased all of the uh, accounts and was working for them and had a full-time job as soon as I graduated my two-year horticulture degree. And it was mainly just mowing lawns, but I also did some mulch and other stuff. But definitely, predominantly, it was mowing lawns. And, and that was my first year of business. I ended up netting or revenueing about 55K somewhere in there. So it was really awesome for my first year of business. But then moving on to my second year of business, which was 2023. Um, and I say second year of business. I know it sounds like it's my third year, the way I've explained everything. I got my LLC in 2022. I got all my insurance and everything set up in 2022. And then... That's why I'm saying it's truly my second legal year of business. So 2023 was my second legal year of business. And in 2023, I added installs to my service list. So I did several different sod installations and full plant, full landscape renovations. Really enjoyed it. And honestly, that is where my, I mean, the passion lies for me is doing these larger scale installs and completely transforming people's landscapes. So in that year, as I mentioned, I think somewhere towards the beginning of this episode, I might've said my, my uh, business split is probably 60% lawn maintenance, 40% project install. So that's from 2023. I did probably about 40% of the revenue I earned was in project installation and, uh, and so I really enjoyed that and I'm looking to really crank that up this year and uh, in 2024, really go big on the project, uh, installation. So, uh, 
But, um, but really, that's my journey. And I want to point out that there's an important thing that happened along the way. I think with a lot of people who start a business, it creates a job for them. And that's exactly what I've done. I've created a full, pretty much a full-time job except for the winters. Um, and while I do really uh, appreciate that and enjoy that, I didn't become a business owner to work a eight to five or eight to six or whatever job, I became a business owner to grow a system that can be repeated, that's profitable, and that will give me awesome benefits down the road. And ultimately that one day I'll be able to sell uh, for a lot of money, hopefully. So um, the in my first and second year of business, I have made a habit of when I'm out working, listening to books and videos and podcasts about business so that I can grow my business and grow not just a job for myself, but an actual company that I can be the the president and CEO of one day. Um, So with that being said, I've created this podcast to learn more from other business owners And I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm excited to see what I can learn from other people and hopefully share anything that I learn with all of you who may be out there in your first, second, or third year starting your small business, trying to figure stuff out and just winging it. Um, And I'm really passionate about that, really passionate about uh, educating yourself into the positions that you want to be in uh, in life. So. With that being said, that's pretty much my story of what got me to where I am today. Uh, Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes.